There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Kalshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Our number two of a numbers game at VSIN, the sports betting network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all from Bar Canada at the D. Bar Canada, the barrage. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. Um, we get tweets at beating the book. Paul Carr, by the way, coming this hour momentarily uh, with us. Jason Weingarten. Um, Dr. Bob, we don't want to forget, and Jonesy, Greg Jones, one of the uh, remaining three entries, 13, pardon me, one of the remaining 13 entries, responsible for one of the remaining 13 entries in Circus Survivor, uh, for playing for $9.267 million. By the way, shout out to Unabated, uh, Captain Jack and Rufus Peabody's outfit. They did a whole breakdown of the Survivor entries in terms of uh, really rating which has the greatest to the lowest value currently. Theirs was a different system than the one we quoted yesterday. Joe Pita says, I agree more with the unabated one than I did with the one yesterday that we talked about. And even he, though, with the unabated one, he was like, I still rate one thing, which he'll talk about when he comes back on um, a little differently than they do. Okay. We get tweets at beating the book. Judd O'Connor. I love the case of Stefanski for, for coach of the year. Four quarterbacks lost all. Uh, lost his all-pro running back, has a path to go 4-0 and to finish the year, make the playoffs. Shanahan has had no adversity this year. I think the Lions peaked at the wrong time for Campbell. Chili Gambler, I'm your guy that thinks Staley sucks and Campbell is overrated. Hey, uh, Chili Gambler, no offense, but I think there's a lot of people like you. Staley's supposed defensive genius has been bottom 12 in defense, keeping Herbert from winning. Campbell just does some extremely stupid things like going for fake punts on his own 30 in the first quarter. Coach Brian, I placed a little pizza money on Joe Flacco at 25-1 to after hearing Aaron's thoughts on comeback player of the year. See, people are going to read into that as well. Eduardo at H-Town 88. Aren't the awards presented in an award show? Will Hamlin be snubbed on TV? They are. When is the award show, Kelly? February 8th. Thursday, February 8th. This will be uh, right here in Las Vegas at Resorts World. At Resorts World. 
all in one night. At least they do us the, the honor of, in, in return, of not waiting till months after the season like baseball does. This is from Gotti, Cristiano Gotti. He had a problem. He goes, you had Aaron shots on this morning. This man has no class, and you and your sidekick were laughing. You're my sidekick, Kelly. We're laughing about the comeback player of the year in the NFL. Someone tells shots Demar Hamlin played this season. Even one second on the field is a miracle. Well, Gotti, I know you're just showing up now, but I was the one who screamed probably before anybody at Kelly this offseason. He almost died on the field. If he comes back for even he steps on the field, he's the comeback player of the year. What we were laughing at is the ridiculousness of how this is judged by people. No one has any more sympathy than we do for what DeMar Hamlin went through. Um, For me, he is the comeback player of the year because he did, in fact, step back on the field. He made one tackle. But apparently for a voter and perhaps many voters, we don't know. And we're trying to bet on an award that has all of these moving parts and all these different criteria and is the most, let's face it, nebulous of all of them. So please don't misinterpret um, our thoughts on what we were actually reacting to there. Paul, uh, by the way, one more, uh, Tony Farmer. I know Brock Purdy has no chance of winning comeback player of the year because nobody wants to see a guy win two awards. But under fair circumstances, he's the comeback player of the year. Purdy's been so good that people forget the major surgery on his throwing elbow, and many people thought he'd not be ready. That's a great point. Completely you know, fair. matter of fact, Kelly, why don't we give him comeback? Why don't we give him offensive player of the year? Why don't we give him MVP? Anything else you can think of on Ladies and gentlemen, Paul Carr deserves all the awards as well. He joins us from Topeka, Kansas, host of the Expected Value podcast. He works at True Media Networks to talk Premier League with us. How you doing, Paulie? Gil hates Damar Hamlin. Just ready to stop. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm ready. Yeah. By the go. way, it is amazing if someone wants to get it, like the, the people who want to kill me for Josh Dobbs. Uh, yeah, they didn't say anything with the like 100 winning bets we've had on this show, but Josh Dobbs, <laughs> let's go after him for that because that, right. that makes them feel good. Right, get, um, him, get him. That's right. Uh, okay, before we get to the Premier League picks, your Miami Dolphins, sir, which we have talked yeah. about since because you were on and you gave the Champions League picks earlier this week. By the way, I hit that under with you. Easy peasy. Nice job yeah. on that. Went two and one. Good two week. and one. Yeah. Um, you made an emotional hedge bet against your team. Did you do this? <laughs> I did. Uh, so the Dolphins are up two games on the Bills with four games left. They play in the regular season finale and the Bills currently have the tiebreaker because they beat the Dolphins. So if we assume the Bills are going to win that regular season finale, the Bills just have to make up one game on the Dolphins the rest of the way. Uh, the Dolphins should beat the Jets this week, but then they're home to the Cowboys and at the Ravens, while the Bills have the Cowboys at home at the Chargers versus the Patriots. So the, you look at that, the Bills should go two and one at the worst. And it's very easy for the Dolphins to go one and two. And if they go two and one, maybe the Bills went out uh-huh. and the Bills would win the division. So yeah. I, again, emotionally hedged plus 310 the bills to win the AFC East, which again, part of this is fueled by 20 years of post Marino dolphins incompetence on my part, <laughs> Yeah, which I'm willing to admit, Yeah, but now I have a little emotional hedge, but you know, uh, Paul, I'm nodding because this is why I gave out the uh, chiefs as the number one seed earlier in the week, because among other things, and this was not including the Titans game, which ended up being a loss somehow. But I was like, yeah. they got the Cowboys, the Ravens, and the Bills. There's no way the Dolphins are getting there. And you're yep. just taking it one step further now with the division for all the reasons you stated. Yeah, yeah, man. Could happen. Sorry Could. about that. Or if the Dolphins do win the division, I'm convinced somehow they're going to end up playing the Bills in the first round again. Yes. This will be one of those weird Week 18 wildcard rematches. And 
yeah, the Bills are pretty clearly, I think, the most dangerous team of those likely wildcard teams. That was the brutality of that loss, though, right? You go from mm-hmm. the number one seed is right there in your grasp, grasp to now, yep. oh, God. Is this going to be a road <laughs> playoff game? Like, you know, yep. it's like, oh, we go to Buffalo in January. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. By the way, is Tyreek your MVP? Like, if you had to vote for an MVP, well, who would you vote for right now? Uh, I still lean quarterbacks. Okay. Uh, I lean Dak at this point, but there's a pretty good Purdy case as well. It's so hard to separate Purdy from, I'll just say, the system that I think we're, our brains are all a little bit broken trying to figure that out. Oh, okay. First of all, how dare you? But okay, I understand. Yeah, sorry. Uh, okay, Premier League picks. You got three. What you got? I do. We're going to start tomorrow. Newcastle home win against Fulham. I played this at minus 120. I saw some minus 115s out there this morning. Uh, this is a top four caliber Newcastle team, but they are dealing with a lot of injuries at home against Fulham, which is middle of the table. But on a normal year, they might be relegation threatened. They're just a, really, a lot of really bad teams this year. Uh, Fulham's been playing better, but I'm not convinced that's sustainable. They've taken a ton of shots, but not necessarily uh, shots that they're going to get against Newcastle in all likelihood, because Newcastle's defense has been solid at uh, preventing good shots for the most part this year. Uh, This year, again, really, you get a decent price on this because Newcastle has a lot of injuries. They were knocked out of Champions League midweek, so how are they going to bounce back from that? Uh, But they've won seven of eight at home this season. Fulham has been bad on the road for a while, so this is kind of a not overthinking it much. Give me the I think significantly better team at home, not laying too much juice at minus 120. Okay. And then also on Saturday, Everton win at Burnley plus 115. Uh, talked about this once or twice, but Everton's down near the bottom of the table. But keep in mind that is only because of a points deduction for violating some Premier League financial rules. Everton is much better than the 17th place I think they're in right now. Otherwise, they'd be in the mid table and their underlying numbers are maybe even a little bit better than that. Uh, They've had the second most points in the league over the last seven match days. They've won three straight, four out of five. Sean Deitch is their new manager. He came in and he used to coach Burnley. And with Burnley, it was this very good defensive team. They're trying to grind out a 1-0 wins. With Everton, they're still a very good defensive team, but they have a little more attacking talent that's been coming together over the past month or so. Uh, they've done very well against the bottom eight. Burnley is, is relegation-threatened and justifiably so. So I think Everton goes on the road, gets a win, plus 115. All right. And then Sunday. Now, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to put you on the spot here and, and make fun mm-hmm. of you because there was a lot of people heading into last night's Thursday night football game between the Raiders and the Chargers who were like, oh, if I play anything, it's an under. And um, some people played the under in this game. It was over in a blink and it ended up being <laughs> 63 to 21. What was your comment about Liverpool uh, juxtaposed against that football game last night? Before the game, I said Liverpool might score more against Manchester United than the Chargers and or Raiders last night. <laughs> I just think it's a very the Chargers cu- part. Yeah, looked really good for about what, two and a half quarters or so. Yeah, but you like Liverpool here. In other words, I, this just man, this has all the makings of a route. Uh, Liverpool beat United seven nil at home. So in this equivalent fixture last season, United went out of Champions League on Tuesday. They have been dealing with midfield injuries that we've talked about. You know, all season. Now Bruno Fernandez, who's their probably their best attacker and leader attacking midfielder, he's suspended for this game because of uh, card accumulation. Uh, a couple defenders might not play for Manchester United. It just looks like this could be a blowout. United's only scored one goal in the last seven games, I think, at Anfield. United lost to Bournemouth three 0 last week. Liverpool is way better than Bournemouth, so I mean, it just all adds up. 
that this feels like Liverpool is just going to run away and hide. I'm not saying they're going to win seven nil again, but I like them to cover the goal and a half at minus one thirty. You might be able to find a slightly better price. Okay. Tomorrow, Newcastle over Fulham. Newcastle at uh, minus 120. Shop around, of course, for the best. Also tomorrow, Everton to beat Burnley. They're a dog, plus 115. And then Sunday, Liverpool giving a goal and a half versus Man U. Paul, thank you as always, sir. Appreciate it. Good luck with all the bets. We'll take another quiet two and one from you. That'll be great. All right. Keep grinding them out. My man, Paul Carr at Paul Carr on Twitter. C-A-R-R. Kelly, you didn't get a chance to give your picks uh, for this weekend, what you have in your account? Yeah, I didn't. Upset of the century on, uh, what was that, Wednesday with the one loss Paul had with Antwerp actually pulling out the W for Barcelona. I was shocked. Did you bet on that? Yeah, I bet on it. Of course (laughs) I bet on it. I was going to say, how else did you remember that? It was shocking. It was shocking. Uh, Yeah, yeah, NFL this week. I did join you with the Lions. Uh, I laid four. I laid uh, laid that yesterday. Um, Not a a huge bet there, but I'm with you on that side. I just think Denver's getting a little bit too much love here. Falcons laying the three. We talked about that. All my other ones are basically from opening lines. Falcons laid the three with those uh, on the road with the Panthers. Uh, Commanders, Rams, I'm on the over 48 and a half. I believe that has ticked up a little bit. Bills, I bet a money line earlier in the week, minus 124 on them. Do like them at home with the Cowboys coming into town after that big win. Uh, and then Eagles, Seahawks, over 47 and a half. Still like 48 and a half out there. I, I like that one a lot with Gino looking like he's definitely going to go now. All right. You get a chance to give yours earlier when I did, so yep. there you go. Uh, Dr. Bob's got a chance to give a passionate case for one NFL team this weekend. We'll get his thoughts next. Numbers Game Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Calshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Calshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Calshi.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on v the sports betting network. The holidays are here. Let Omaha Steaks take the guesswork out of gifting. Shop carefully curated gift packages that are guaranteed to make spirits bright all winter long. Go to omahasteaks.com and save 50% off site-wide. Plus, when you use promo code VSIN at checkout, get an additional $30 off your order. Send tender, juicy, butcher's cut for lemon yones. Mouth-watering burgers, gourmet jumbo franks, or even easy-to-prepare meals that are ready in a flash. With Omaha Steaks, the possibilities are endless. Omahasteaks.com has 50% off site-wide and save an additional $30 when you use the promo code VSIN. 
V-S-I-N. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Minimum order. That's a minimum order may be required. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. <clears throat> I saw you responded to Trip Tepper's uh, disclaimer about why he doesn't want to be associated with David Tepper. That's very kind of you. <laughs> Trip, we won't tell Dave. We I won't promise. tell Dave. I promise. I'm not going to text him. This is from J.D. Emmons. We get tweets. J.D. Emmons. Gil, we love you. But I didn't hear a fight song, Neil Diamond, or hear guest on guest crime talking on the Megapod here. Surely you don't think we're listening for picks. <laughs> <laughs> Way too civil with, with Blake Pritchard on there. <laughs> Oh, so great. Pritch is the nicest guy. He's the, the nicest guy. Oh, and he's very, he was very open about his opinions on stuff, like on the Megapod. Like, he really I asked him about David Carr. He did not hold back. Let's put it that way. Ooh. Yeah. Carson, the degenerate uh, gambler, said, Pritchard was once again a great guest with good vibes, and he clearly took it seriously and was prepared. Thanks for having him on again. Side note, bravo to Gil. Uh, bravo to Gil was not letting the opportunity to bring up the left eye rising fire go to waste. Uh, DJ Jams. Oh, this is from this is from the game. I think he goes to Staley get left in Las Vegas on the tarmac tonight after this debacle of an NFL game. Ownership needs to send a message to its fans. Oh, I forgot. Chargers don't have fans. Love you, man. My favorite show on Visa and Nathan Henry. Thank you, by the way, DJ Jams. Nathan Henry, you ruined my life, Gil, recommending that movie. Take, he said. Take, oh my God, I watched that last night too. Oh, you did? Yeah, I did. Yeah. He said, take Futek out for a salami pizza and smother him in it until he lets you finish your sentence. Happy holidays. There's about five different inside, yeah. <laughs> inside numbers game jokes on that one. The uh, the world, the movie we're talking about is Leave the World Behind. Yeah. When Crack was on yesterday, I recommended it to everybody. You saw it? I saw it. What'd you think? I saw it. Uh, I think I completely agree with someone that tweeted it yesterday. Thought it was. Uh, thought it was. Very very good. Um, it was a very. It was kind of like M Night Shyamalan-ish, right? It, it kind of has that feel to it. it was, right? Yes. And then I hated the ending, so That's it was very M Night Shyamalan. That's what I said. Yeah, yeah. I thought the ending was absolutely horrible. That's a great <laughs> comp because his ending sucked. His, his career was interesting because the first couple movies were great. Yes. And then. And then I saw a lot of bad ones. Yeah, it reminds me of like the Chris Rock show bit with Pootie Tang, where like Pootie Tang spoke in gibberish a couple times, three times. Chris Rock was like, yeah, <laughs> totally. And then the fourth time he said something, he goes, man, what are you, what are you talking about? That's kind of how the M. Night Shyamalan movies went. That is a great comparison you just made. That's exactly what it felt like. I also like that. Not that, not that this is anybody's fault, but we were just like listing off the, the cast list, right? We're like Kevin Bacon. And you're like, you see Kevin Bacon for all of like four and a half minutes in the movie. Yeah, he was not a big part, <laughs> but it was a part. It was a part. It yeah. was an important part. Yes. I don't want to. I don't want people to go watch it. But you know what? You know what? Yeah, the, I'm not trying to. I don't yeah. want to kill it. It's, it's just. It oh. was. It was such. It was. It felt like a good movie that was on the brink of being great, and then you're like, oh, and it and then ended. That's exactly. Oh, that's and exactly ended. right. And I'll even say one point. It was an outstanding movie that was on the brink of being great. The ending sucked, as I pointed out yesterday. You know where it fell off a cliff for me? When Julia Roberts started dancing. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that was a weird sentence. <laughs> anyway, that's all I'll say. Uh, leave the world behind. I would recommend it. Dr. Bob joins as a pioneer in the sports betting business. Has he seen this movie? We're about to find out. Leave the world behind on Netflix. My guess is not a chance. The man works too hard. How you doing, Bob? I do work too much. I, I am interested, though. I did see the trailer. Oh, okay. Yeah, you should watch it. It's it's definitely I, worth your while. I like, I like the actors. It's mind-bending. It makes you think. That it does. I don't want to do that. 
I'm just over here still laughing. I'm reeling from your comment about the Julia Roberts dancing scene because yes. it was, yeah, oh my gosh. I was I, watching that. I'm like, it, what am I watching? I was so yeah. locked into the movie, and then all of a sudden I was like, what, what's happening? <laughs> what's happening? Me too. <laughs> all right, there's our, that's our promo for the movie on Netflix. All right, Bob, uh, There's. let me just ask you this real quick before we get to your NFL game thought. There are six bowl games tomorrow. You don't like any of them on the spread here or on, or a total? Uh, I had a lean on Louisiana Lafayette when they were plus three, and I think that's down to two and a half. So, okay. I don't know if you had to play one. I'd still rather have Louisiana Lafayette instead of Jacksonville State. If Miami, Ohio gets to seven, I think there's enough value there to make that profitable. Uh, but everything else is under 52.4%. And yeah, there you so, go. That's so, it. Okay. I yeah. like that's what I love about you. you you're not going to just put one out there to put one out there. All right. What is the NFL game that you want to talk about here? I like the Detroit Lions, sort of a, you know, yes. reversal of form, which you, which you see often in the NFL. Uh, Detroit looked terrible last week. Um, their center was out, which didn't hurt, and they gave up five sacks. Uh, but uh, the center Ragnar is back this week, and he's fourth in the league in pass blocking efficiency. That's going to help. Tia. That's going to help for sure. And Broncos will be without Nick Benito, who leads the team in sacks, and he's probably out for this game. So I think Jared Goff will be more protected. Um, and when he's he's got a lot of options here. Uh, Sam Laporta should be open. He's fifth in the league in EPA per target for tight ends. Broncos are 29th in the league defending tight ends. Um, you, you know, Denver is strong, uh, on, on the outside, Pat Sertain and, and Moreau are, are good outside corners, but McMillan is the nickelback. He's not good in the slot. And that's where, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown does most of his work is in the slot. So I think he's going to be open. Tight end's going to be open. Uh, Broncos, uh, allow, you know, the 25th in the league, allowing passing to running backs and Jamar Gibbs is third in the league in running backs, uh, success rate out of the backfield, catching passes. So I think there's going to be a lot of options for Jared Goff in this game uh, to do pretty well. Um, you know, and, and I'm not scared of the Broncos offense necessarily. So I think it's going to be a, a good matchup for Detroit's offense. And you just got Denver now playing their third straight road game and coming off an upset over division rival. First of all, just in general, teams playing a third straight road game in the NFL are 126 and 165 against the spread going back many, many years. And if they're coming off a win, it gets worse. In fact, uh, Denver's in a 47 and 90 against the spread subset of that third straight road game angle. And plus, there's another situation that goes against Denver coming off an upset win over division rival. Plus, there's some line value on Detroit. I think the line was over adjusted. I think it should be around six, and it's four and a half. I released it at four. It's four and a half now. Still good, up to five and a half. So, Detroit is uh, is the best bet for me. I, I we landed on the same game, Bob. And one of the things that I cited was, you know, for all the Broncos love that I, you know, anecdotally am hearing just uh, catching media, they were plus twelve in turnovers those last four games yeah. of that five game win yep. streak. It, it's like people ignore that. That's not a sustainable thing, is it? No, 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 it's not. It, it, I mean, they're just a mediocre team that has been lucky the last, you know, yeah. five or six weeks. Is there a team that has flummoxed you the most, Bob, this year? Like, if you if you just if you just think about it on memory, is there a team that, that you've you know when you think they're going to cover, they don't. When you don't think they are, they do. Is there anything like that this year? Yeah, uh, the team that's driving me nuts generally has been New England. Now I've I've had a couple 
I mean, they were losing really some games close that the, you know they could have covered, and they turned the ball over in the red zone. They took a safety against the Raiders to not cover, and just you know I was on them. I'm like, good lord! I started betting New England's uh, uh, opponents' team totals under, so that that started to work a little bit because their defense is is playing great. Uh, so New England's just been one of those teams like they should be better than they are. Like they're even in success rates, they're even in yards per you know compensated yards per play, and they're not a terrible team that just play. They just make mistakes at the worst times on offense. So I've sort of gotten to the let's keep their offense out of it. And, uh, you know, so New England's been the most frustrating. I wouldn't say I'm flummoxed by them. I mean, Pittsburgh flummoxes everybody. And Pittsburgh's yeah. the most random team in the world. So that would be the obvious answer. But for me, it's been New England because it's just been so frustrating. Like they should be they should be better than they are. And I've been on them a couple of times when they've just not covered inexplicably. And you're like, you got to be kidding me. But at least when I, when I wanted to bet them against the Chargers a few weeks ago, I was smart enough to bet the Chargers team total under and the game ended up six, nothing. And they were five and a half point dog. They only gave six points and still didn't cover, but I had the team total under. So I did actually do win that game, but uh, they've been a little frustrating for me. All right. Let me let you go with this. We have 60 seconds. What is the team that people would be surprised on your ratings that you have rated probably significantly higher than the conventional wisdom or significantly lower. If you'd like to answer it that way. Well, I still like Buffalo. The ratings still like Buffalo and you know, they're turning things around. I think they'll beat Dallas this week. Dallas on the road against a good team. Historically, not so good. And on the, on the tail side, I mean, I had going into last night, I had the charges of the fifth worst team in the league. I think that even though they were playing bad, I think most people still think they're middle, you know, so middle of this pack and, you know, down to break out. But, you know, maybe that's on the low side, the surprising one. Is that going to last night? They were fifth worst team in the league in my yeah. range, and they're probably going to drop a little bit after last night. <clears throat> no, you're, so you're that, probably that right. You're probably right. You probably did have them lower than most. I mean, I wonder if just the, the situation there is such that no analytics can capture just how checked out that team is you know it's just yeah they, they they may not they may not drop that much you know because yeah. you know, a lot of that was just just, just yeah. randomness and there's there's sort of a diminishing returns yeah. principle built into the model when you have games that are that bad yeah bob I got, I got a run thank you so much appreciate it all right guys have a good one the great dr bob jason weingarten next a numbers game on v the sports betting network. In the NBA, the game could change in an instant. But no matter how the action unfolds, you know DraftKings Sportsbook has your back. This week, new customers could score 150 instantly in bonus bets just for betting 5 bucks on basketball. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code v The crown is yours. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Pitlin. <laughs> Live from Bar Canada at the D. Kelly's cold, everybody. You need a blankie? I'm freezing, man. Do you need, do you need to go grab my jacket out of my car. If we, you know, if we had more than two segments left. There's a very, there's a very cold patch right here, I think, at the Bar Canada. Uh, Climate control. Do you think I can just do that? I can snap my fingers. Climate <laughs> control. Uh, by the way, I just want to thank uh, one of our listeners, Jared Earl, who uh, came in yesterday, among others, who said hi to us. Uh, but he came bearing gifts. He he brought he bought me a uh, a bullets T-shirt, Washington Bullets T-shirt from back <laughs> in the day. That was cool. That was cool. Which I love. Love because I grew up on the bullets. Uh, I can't really relate to the Wizards, just like I can't relate to the Nats. I enjoyed uh, his explanation best because was he from Philly? Was that what it was? Philly? Yeah, I think so. so. He was talking. He was like, "Look, there's only so much Washington stuff I could even consider buying." <laughs> <That's right>. like- <laughs> yeah, but it's it's. I mean, I'm always such. It's always great. Everybody can come up. I think we have another listener, Robert Kennedy, not that Robert Kennedy, but a different one who wants to come by and say hi to us today. Uh, so anybody who comes up and says hello, really appreciate that. And honestly, some of the gifts through the years, like it's not necessary. 
necessary, but like, you know, with the Barry Bonds 86 yeah. yep. Donruss card, um, the uh, the Igus Fiatek rookies from Joe and the sign balls and all that. It's just, it's tremendous. And we're super humbled by it. And so just, we, we love the, the best listeners in, in all of, uh, in, in all the game. Gifts are unnecessary though, but thank you so much, Jared Earl for the uh, bullets t-shirt. Jason Weingarten joins us from under a cloud of smoke in Southern Cali. You can follow him on Twitter at spreadopedia. It's happening, Jason. Not much. How's it going? Going very well. I wasn't here on Wednesday, so I didn't get a chance to, uh, to talk to you. And I uh, want to talk to you about Shohei because you're a Dodgers guy. This is a you, you were always convinced he was going to play for the Dodgers. In the end, I want to ask you this. If you can remove your Dodgers hat and your Dodgers jersey in answering this, $700 million, $680 million of which is deferred. So the, so the Dodgers get to maximize their payroll that much more, right? The, 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 who they can put on the roster. They just traded for Tyler Glasnow. Don't you think this kind of sucks for baseball, Jason? Honestly? No. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, you, the, the, you, here's the thing. Wait, wait, you want, you want Otani to go and live in Milwaukee? Or, no, no. You know, How about Toronto? Like, How about wait, wait, Toronto? How about Toronto? I yeah. mean, it's now LA. No, it's not. But you know what I'm talking about. Like, you know, now, I, I don't want to be accused of being a San Francisco homer, but I will be a San Francisco homer for this moment, which is I was the one who was saying, hey, look, if, if the Giants are courting him, they take one wrong turn, like this could be a bad thing. And I saw Ken Rosenthal and Buster Posey sort of echo those thoughts here afterwards. Um, but I've been saying it from the beginning. It's like it's going to be tough for San Francisco because it ain't a great place to go right now. Um, they apparently matched every penny. It didn't work out, and it's going to be Shohei in L.A. And I'm just saying from a competitive balance standpoint, doesn't it make, like, if you're the average baseball fan, forget San Francisco, but whether it was Toronto or Chicago or anywhere else, doesn't it kind of make it a little more boring for the average fan that the Dodgers just keep getting every player? I mean, I guess I could see it like that, but, like, I, I see, whenever I see the, the Yankees kind of stealing Juan Soto for nothing, I think, like, Man, isn't it boring that the Yankees kind of get all these guys? I mean, I guess it's been a while since the Yankees won anything. But, you know, if you live on the West Coast, you complain about the East Coast. If from the East Coast, you complain about the teams on the West Coast. It's hard to make everybody happy. It's hard to make most people happy with sports or baseball. So, yeah, no, I mean, like, I, I, I don't think there were very many other places he could have logically ended up. And I think the thing with Toronto, like, realistically, I think there are probably major tax implications about making $700 million in Canada that, that probably make it less, less profitable. I don't, I don't know that off the top of my head, but that's the other thing is we have had so many sports journalists talking about taxes and Daryl Revelle <laughs> contacting the franchise tax board in California. I have never cared less about somebody else's taxes and tax structure. This has been one of the most boring weeks of conversation of sports discourse of my life, Gil. The, 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 the nonsense we've been just talking about. I mean, I don't care how much money he's deferring. It means nothing to me. It's not my money does not matter to me <laughs> for anybody who's ever lived in california the phrase franchise tax board sends shutters down our spine <laughs> it's horrible uh, speaking of that i need yeah. to figure out how to defer my money so i cannot pay <laughs> that's right california franchise tax Ke board. kelly yeah, kelly's gonna do it with his 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how to make enough money that I can defer 97% of my salary uh, <laughs> to what I'm done. Uh, I don't, by the way, I know he doesn't want to talk about taxes, but I think that $680 million then won't come under California. I might be wrong about that, but I think that. Yeah, because he's, yeah, he's not going to be a resident in California. So, so he's like deferring he's to Montana. Saving, right. He's saving it's millions. Right. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. Uh, okay. Uh, does that trigger any baseball bet for you? Does that make it, you know, because we always talk about the other part of that is there's the 162 game schedule. There is no sport with more incongruence between its regular season and then its best of three, best of five format, right? You go from 162 data points to this, okay, now you better perform in a best of three or in the Dodgers case, maybe it'll be a best of five. Does it trigger any thoughts or because of that, do you not even care about any futures bets in baseball till the home stretch? Well, it's 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 so early for baseball futures. I mean, like my mind is not in a a baseball space for the most part right now. You know, I'm I look at stuff, but I'm I'm checked out of baseball till around the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, okay. This time of year, I did. However, I didn't even actually look. Someone messaged me and asked on Twitter uh, what I thought about Otani's MVP odds. Now that he's on the Dodgers, apparently someone opened him at like ten to one. And I was like, wow. You know, my first thought that was really high, especially based on where he's been the last couple of years. But then I kind of thought about it, and obviously he's probably a DH only yeah. first year in LA, so not pitching. You know, is is he gonna? Is he guaranteed another MVP? No, I'm not certain that that he's guaranteed another mvp even 10 to 1 is a compelling number i'm not running out to bet it in december uh but yeah adding him to that lineup you gotta kind of think about it though the dodgers were already practically a 100 win team like what is what does adding otani to a 100 win team do not much for the regular season i mean you sell more tickets the games might be on national tv more often but you know, it doesn't really change anything. If you're already a hundred win team, you're, you're a playoff team, you know, you're, you're in the playoffs, guaranteed a playoff spot at 90, hundred wins, whatever. So all this, all that matters is getting this team in the best shape to win playoff baseball and adding Otani, adding Tyler glass. Now, I mean, this is a monstrous team. Glassnow is a guy I've loved for years. Yeah, you know, even back in Pittsburgh, would, every time he'd pitch, the models would be like, you know, bet this guy at two to one. You know, he was always a dog in Pittsburgh. Glass now's just got to stay healthy, man. That's always the thing with him. All right. Uh, we- even he, That's the thing. He doesn't even need to stay healthy. You need these guys just to be ready to go in October. <laughs> Tony doesn't need to pitch 150 innings. Glass now doesn't need to give you 150 innings. You have, you have a whole, the thing about the Dodgers is while they've been, you know, maneuvering their payroll to do this, they've also essentially been building their farm system and building such a deep pitching rotation in the, their farm system, they're practically going to have an entire second uh, pitching rotation at AAA this year. I love, I love that you're like, baseball is not really front of mind. Then I could hear your passion growing as the segment goes. All right, week 15, NFL, what you got? I bet on uh, bet on your boys this weekend, the Commanders. Oh, yeah. What could go think wrong? Coming off that overtime cross-country game against the uh, Baltimore, I think it's a good spot to take the uh, the six or the six and a half here with uh, with the Commanders. You don't usually fade your Rams either. That's uh, that that means something coming from you. It's a good spot. Then they got a short week on uh, coming up Thursday night, so I'm um, just looking to to take the Commanders here. And then uh, I got the Cowboys Bills. I'm not not running out to bet the Cowboys here, but I got my eyes at the the plus two. Obviously, they'll be um, plus eight and a couple longs, but. Uh, 
Yeah, big cowboy game this weekend. Need uh, need Dak to kind of get over this hump here. Plus eight and a couple longs. That is sports betting talk if I've ever heard it. Uh, anything college football this weekend? Six games tomorrow. No, I can't get my can't wrap my head around these bowls. These these are just. I mean, I'm sure I'll watch them. I'm sure I'll bet on them. I'll live bet them. You know, but but I I just don't care about bowl season anymore. They've kind of made it less interesting somehow. I mean, obviously the New Year's bowls and everything are awesome, but. I can't care about the Cure Bowl on December 16th. <laughs> Kelly can tell you all about the sponsorships, though, if you have time. Uh, okay, uh, any Rose Yang, anything off the radar? Not much. The, you know, kind of golf is wrapping up this time of year. They're playing in Mauritius this week. Um, not not very exciting. Uh, you know, we're just kind of rooting some of those futures home and getting ready for the uh, the NFL playoffs right now. All right. Don't have a good weekend. Don't talk about taxes, Jason. I don't want you to be upset about anything. Uh, yeah, usually that uh, that'll rile me up. I have a taxation is theft uh, sign above my uh, office right in front of me. So, yes, it riles <laughs> me up quite a bunch. Oh, it's good. Good visual. That taxation is theft. Jason has a sign. Thank you, Jason. Yeah, Appreciate it. My girlfriend got it for me. Oh, nice. I'm sure she did. I'm sure she did. Thank you, Jason. That's Spreadopedia on Twitter. His girlfriend got it for. Her. We'll come back. Jonesy, survivor participant next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Calshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Calshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Calshi.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. College Bowl season is here, and VSIN has an early Christmas present for you. Not a VSIN Pro subscriber yet? Well, no problem. We're giving away this year's College Bowl betting guide to everyone. We got spreads, totals, and expert picks from the Golics, from Steve Mackinnon and Brent Musburger for every single bowl game. Put a bow on this bowl season. Get a free copy of our VSIN College Bowl betting guide, absolutely free. Visit slash bowl guide and get your free copy today. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin, live from Bar Canada here at the D. I just want to read one tweet because we were talking taxation with uh, with uh, Jason. Yeah, that what, what was no this taxation without representation, Gil? <laughs> Jason's still fighting the good fight. Do you think if Jason was uh, alive during colonial times, he would have been uh, at the Boston Tea Party? 
Do you I, think he would have been Paul Revere telling people that the British are coming? He's waiting for the next one. I told you during the break, you better be careful wearing a, wearing a red jersey around, Jason. <laughs> I don't know, right. man. Those red coats are still coming for him. Mark Geiger at Pricehorse, he goes, regarding the Otani Cali tax, you can bet the Cali uh, Bulls will find a way to get a big piece of that $680 million. They hound me for high four-figure amounts. They smell blood. He's right. The California is always trying to, like, grab in other spots, too. I was talking to the, well, you yeah. were talking to Chase. I was talking to the crew about that. I mean, like, it's yeah. still money you're making yeah. off of a profession in California, well, they gonna, right? They gonna try. Yeah, <laughs> okay. They gonna try. We'll see. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it is a pleasure to have this uh, gentleman on the show with us. Uh, he is one of the remaining, he represents one of the remaining 13 entries in the $9.267 million Circa Survivor Contest. He's the guy who made that mistake on Thanksgiving where he uh, thought he was picking the Lions but mistakenly, and to his benefit, took the Green Bay Packers as he found out a few days later. It's Greg Jones, everybody. You can follow him on Twitter at L.A. Joneser. How you doing, Greg? Good, guys. How's it going? Doing very well. Thanks for doing this. Greg, Greg your yeah. entry name is, once again? It's L.A. Joneser. That's just uh, my last name is Jones, and okay. I live in L.A. It's nothing special. So you were, we were just talking, before we get to the questions here, we, we were just talking off air, Kelly, you and me. You seem remarkably calm. What do you attribute that to right now? Um, you know what? It's, it's probably my wife, I think, because this morning she said, you know, we have dogs and they were just laying in the bed and she says, I don't think our life would change that much, uh, no matter what happens with this. And that, and and that's kind of great. You know what I mean? Like I, to be in a position where, you know, a big chunk of money really isn't going to impact you. It's more about finishing with me. I think I don't have lottery dreams or anything like that. The other thing, the other thing, I mean, I was saying, like, if I asked you that 10 weeks ago, do you, and I said, do you think you would be nervous being down to the final 13? And you said, oh, yeah, you'd totally be nervous, right? Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. yeah. The other thing about your wife that you mentioned uh, off air with me is a pretty funny little quirk to all of this, too, that she by nature is conservative and maybe not so much anymore, huh? She hates Vegas. She hates gambling. She's not even one of those wives where you can win and buy her something and she's okay with it suddenly. But she's kind of like uh, the Rene Russo character in Tin Cup after he hit the ball in the water like eight <laughs> times. She's yelling, knock it on. <laughs> I'm trying to be conservative and extract as much money as I can. It's like, no, go for it. Your wife is going nuts on this. That's great that she's transformed. Um, the other thing that I think is, and you know, listen, we live in a corner of the world, the gambling corner of the world. And for those of us who are on Twitter, uh, it ain't always the kindest place in the world. Let's put it that way, right? There's something in the DNA strain of betters that when you want to predict the outcomes of future events, it's not enough for them to just want to do it. They want to point out how dumb the other guy is, too, and, and all the tentacles from there. But you have found this to be a rewarding experience on gambling Twitter. Yeah, it's it's been, uh, you know, uh, quickly like Joe Pita, uh, Captain Jack and Unabated, uh, Fezzik. They've been great. All the guys, Will, Derek, Je Jeff over at Circa. It's just, you know, there, there's a lot of decent, like just nice dudes out there. And it's something that gets lost in all the toxic toxicity of Twitter. But uh, yeah, uh, Ben, Ben Fox has been great. Yeah, there's been a, a bunch of really, you know, like just stand up guys. Uh, one estimate from SurvivorAtlas.com has you power ranked, if you will, fourth among the remaining 13 entries. Does that sound accurate to you? Um, you know, it kind of does. Um, it it, it kind of does if I'm playing to 
to finish and not to try to, you know, finish first with by myself or second or something like that. If I'm not want to take chances to, to try to, you know, uh, you know, game theory kind of stuff, just, just a straight finish. I think I can go with, uh, the, f- the biggest favorite at home. That's f- with the team fighting for the playoffs, playing against a team that's out of the playoff run. So, uh, I, th- I think I have a decent chance to finish, you know? Uh, have you decided you don't have to tell us because I know there's a competitive thing here, but have you decided on who you're going to pick this week? I'm kicking it around, um, you know, between Cincinnati, the Rams and Detroit. Um, this might not be true, but in my head, I think I have a, the Rams have a little bit of advantage playing last because then you know what everyone else has done and your pick could be worth, you know, X amount more dollars on a, on a hedge. So, uh, I'm, I'm going back and forth between a Saturday, two sat- a Saturday game or the Sunday late game. Uh, two Saturday games, right? Cincinnati and Detroit, yeah. both on Saturday and the Rams Sunday late game. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, that's a thing where like, you'd have to put in the pick tonight, right? If you, if it's tomorrow morning. Um, right. okay. Um, or, you know, before game time. Um, okay. You were, there was this, this notion of a chop that came up this week. You were pro chop to begin with, I would imagine. Um, I, you know, I was, it's like crack said yesterday. Um, I'm not, I don't want to be the, I play poker and I hate when people are on the bubble and nobody wants to pay the bubble. It's, you know, um, I, I'd be okay with it. If everybody else was, I'm not pursuing it. Um, I don't, I wouldn't be the only one to hold it up. Um, but yeah, that's, that's it. And you know, it's so weird because, uh, you know, I've heard story. It, it definitely was presented that it was all everybody, but one person was in, and then you hear a bunch of other stories that, well, you know, two other people weren't in, but I have an email from one of the persons saying he's in. So it, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. it's just funny how all the stories get passed around. Well, it's, it's tough. Well, again, where there's 13 of anything, right? It's tough. It's funny, you yeah. know, and, and I'm, I'm not in your shoes, nor did I even come close to being in your shoes, Greg, but I, I, it's hard not to think of oneself. If I were in the shoes of one of the 13 remaining entrants, would I be the guy who wouldn't want to chop? And I kind of feel like I might have been that guy, you know, like I don't want to I don't want to cast dispersions on the guy who didn't want to. Right. Because everybody's got their own reasons. And that's the thing. Right. It's and, you know, he obviously went on Twitter, the gentleman and uh, and, uh, you know, sort of made light of it. I guess he was trying to be sort of uh, tongue in cheek about it. But we move on here. What do you expect will be the most uh, popular pick this week? Um, probably, I think the saints or the Rams, um, most people seem to have one of those two teams available. I probably some kind of, you know, one will be one or two more than the other. I would think at the most, um, when you, when you look back on your Thanksgiving mistake that ended up being the greatest mistake ever, do you view that in some kind of, I don't know you know, spiritual way, like, Oh, this is meant to be, or do you try to suppress those thoughts? I don't at all. I'm like the most non-spiritual person in the world. Um, the week before I made a decision to commit to Detroit, I had Dallas and Detroit available. I I played Dallas, but with two entries instead of splitting them up. So I was kind of kicking myself because I would have had one on Detroit one and Dallas and I'd still be here right now. So the misclick, you know, if, I, if I made the right decision the week before I, I would still be, but I guess that's the thing, right? Everybody can go one, one week. 
what is in, in anybody's yeah. survivor journey to this point there has always been you know near misses in games obviously your mistake being the most incredible yeah. one, one of all of them um was there what, what were you going to pick last week and then you ended up with was there a story there that you were considering a team and then you well, I, yeah I, I think uh you know uh i was going to take pit after kicking around between Pitt and New Orleans the whole day, you know, the whole time because Pitt was on a Thursday game. I, I kind of, you know, uh, I was, I woke up going to take Pitt and then, uh, you know, Steve told me, uh, you know, the market was moving against us. Let's wait. And then I listened to you make a case for New Orleans. I listened to Drew Dinsick make a case for, sorry, New England. And I just said, Hey, you know what? I, I want a little more time. Uh, so I didn't take, uh, I didn't take the Thursday game and I went with the saints instead. Good for you, man. Okay. Yeah. So if you get, if you're lucky enough to get through this week and we're all rooting for you, man, we really are. Um, do you think that you will, I mean, like, what's the point where you're like, okay, guys, let's, let's really chop this up at this point. Do you think you will, do you think you will start to drift towards that? Or do you think you're going to be okay, no matter what in, in sort of your attitude, just riding this through? You know, uh, Circa has been great with setting up, you know, a line of credit to hedge. Um, and I've already like extracted, you know, enough where if this thing ends on Sunday, I'm totally good with it. It was definitely a profitable experience. I, I don't think I'll push it, but what money means to me might not mean it to someone else. So if someone really wants to, if everybody else really wants to do it, I'm not going to be the guy to hold it up at any point, but I'm not going to like seek it out. Okay. If that, if that makes Fair enough. Greg, thank you so much. We're rooting yeah, for thanks, you, guys. man. Good luck to you. All right. See you soon. Greg Jones, everybody. L.A. Jones are one of the last 13 standing in Circa Survivor. Kelly, we've done all we can do. Yes? No? Yes. yes. Best Bets is next. Enjoy from Visa, the sports betting network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Kalshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.